Hello and welcome to Anime to Z, the podcast dedicated to all things anime. I'm Shay Lingo, rapper and musician, and my two vices are whiskey, them, and anime. Oh, nice. Well, I'm Beck Hill. I'm a comedian, writer, and artist, and my two vices are water, comma, biceps. Pew, pew. No. <laughs> like, because they work like vices. You stick a, I could crack a walnut in that. I've been working out, Shay. I can do six push-ups in a row now. That is great for you, Beck. I'm really <laughs> happy that you can do six push-ups in a row. In a row, It's yeah. the in a row for me, you know. I'll be yeah, real. I could do more. Yeah? Like, if I'm not given a time limit and I can stop in between. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. I do I do like whiskey, though. Yeah? Uh, yeah, I'm a fan of whiskey. Cool. Japanese whiskey is very smooth. Is it? Yeah. I don't think I've had Japanese Ooh. whiskey. I've had sake. But if you were going to pair a drink with an anime, what would it be? Oh, yeah, it'd be, it'd be a smoky. I'm, I'm a new whiskey drinker, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or a new whiskey fan, I should say. I like a smoky, oaky type situation. Oh, nice. I think that with, uh, there's an anime called Bakano, which is basically about like love, death, reincarnation, but set in like, in like, hey, get out of the way kind of times in New York, like Jersey vibes, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Or maybe like a Shivas with a rewatch of Ooh. Death Note, that might that might be nice. That might be nice. I'd I'd really like to watch Vinland Saga with some mead. I like yeah no. Have I've, you ever I've, had mead? Nah, is it is mead still about? Did they make mead now? Still, you can get mead. Where from? Don't say it like I can just buy at a supermarket, Beck, because that's not the truth. Do you know what I say that as someone who grew up in a medieval reenactment society, as if like, so? Of that course, was you available. can. So you specifically can get mead. I'm sure, like what. Well, we got. We live in the age of the internet. We you think it's a struggle mead. situation? You think? Do you think the mead's on the black market? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Love that's that. what it is. Calm. It's um, it's a fermented honey wine. Yeah. Which is actually my burlesque name. Oh my days! Welcome to the stage, oh, fermented honey wine. Wow. Bah, bah, bah. wow. <laughs> and her two vices. I don't even know what to say. I can't even. I, I... Do you know what? While you gather uh, your thoughts, I think our listeners should strap in. Or pour themselves a glass of some delicious mead and or whiskey because on Animator Z we're unpacking the fifth episode of Vinland Saga Season 1, The Troll's Son, which is streaming right now on Prime Video UK. And if like Ashalad's ambush, you want what happens to be a surprise, hit pause and watch the episode, then come back before we spill the mead on everything that transpired in this episode. All right, Shay, you're on the summary this time. Quick recap. Yeah, beat mine from last week. I wish I could. That I'm, I can't. I'm just going to let that be known now. When in doubt, use onomatopoeic sounds. Facts. Swoosh. Yeah, there you go. Bang. Done. Torfin basically has just seen his dad die. He's vowed to kill Ashalad. Ashalad and the crew don't really take him too seriously. No, they they really end up don't. At all. Um, I mean, he's a six-year-old kid. Do you know what I mean? Do you even mm. know? Do you, do you even know how to spell kill confidently? Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they land. They land in their next kind of destination, and they end up pillaging that village. And Torfin sees for the first time what it looks like to that he sees the chaos for the first time, and then he he ends up having a little scuff with Ashlad. Ashlad's kind of consent do you know what I mean? he's like mm-hmm. yeah cool we can fight if you want to fight do you know what i'm saying and mm-hmm. it obviously tragic it ends tragically for torofin and then not to mention he has not, has had nothing to eat for i can imagine what is a period of days yeah he's a hungry boy yeah very and at such a young age so he's about to fall over trying to fight a grown man mm. with a sword he can barely hold in his hands and yeah as you can imagine it doesn't go very well then he gets into kind of a 
camping type situation. <laughs> um, finds himself in the middle of the woods trying to figure it out and doesn't do too well there either because he's actually just a little... He's just a little kid. He's a kid. He's a child. Like He's six years old or something. Like, yeah. He's less than 10 and he's in the woods trying to hunt and trying to figure out what mushrooms to eat and <laughs> failing miserably as any little kid would. Do you know His what I'm saying? His scout leader is fired. Trust me. Trust me, man. That Akala is gone, bro. I know that because I used to be a Cub Scout. You know what oh, I'm saying? Oh, you did. Yeah, you I did. did. I used to be a Cub Scout, guys. It's all coming out now on Anime to Z. Um, but yeah. Get your woggle on. Trust me. Oh, they're all oh, legend. <laughs> For those that don't know, the woggle is the, the little plastic ring or clasp that ties your scarf around. Yeah. If Torfin had a woggle, he'd be fine. Yeah, he'd be all right. He'd be all right. A couple patches. You know what I'm saying? A couple <laughs> badges. Wilderness badges. He'd be cool. And one of them would be killing a wolf. He ends up accidentally killing a wolf. You want to get that badge? Do you know what I mean? I, I want that badge. Flipping hell, bro. I need it on this hoodie right now. He kills a wolf by accident, and that's his first experience of murdering something. Yeah, and then Torfin kind of, after his little hunting expedition, comes back to the village where they've, like, the, the Vikings have raided, where Ashlad's crew have just raided, and they're kind of stationed at this moment, and just offers out Ashlad and says, yeah, let's have a duel. And Ashlad's like, chill out, man. Like, Relax. Like we'll do when you do something and when you when you really get some blood in your hands in the field. You know what I'm saying? But you can't just offer me out in the streets like this. So yeah, we'll see what happens. What were your thoughts on the episode? I really enjoyed this episode because it was like the decompression of it was like a decompressive episode for Torfin. It was the first episode that we've had without tours. Mm. And it was it was also the first time we've seen Ashalad not on job. You know what I'm saying? He's now yeah. just doing his own thing. Do you get yeah. me? So we're like, oh, okay, you just go and you ransack villages and this is just your thing. Do you know what I mean? This, this is, is just what, this is how you navigate in life. And we didn't really have any context on Ashlad before this. You know what I'm saying? Or his operate, like the way he operates before this, which I think is really interesting. So yeah, I, w I found this episode to be just as engaging as any of the others. You know what I'm saying? If not more in some ways. I'm going to say it. I called it on the montages. Oh, uh, okay, I said okay. it. You I did, said it. Last episode, I was like, 100% there's going to be a montage. Yeah. And there ruddy was. Yeah, facts. There was montages. There was. I get that to you. Ten, you. ten gold stars. Ten gold stars. <gasps> ten. And a, and, a, and a, what's it called? A pail of mead. Oh, a pail. A pail. I tried. <laughs> like a bucket. That's, yeah, like a. A bucket of I, mead. I pushed the bottle towards you, but I actually wanted to like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. You know, you know what I'm trying to do. I want a bucket of mead. So what are you telling me, Beck? You got context for me. So last week, we were enlightened about Viking berserkers yes. and discovered that is where the term to go berserk originally came from. But mm -hmm. not really. They didn't really go berserk. That was what we learned. They weren't as crazy as we all think they are. Yeah. So it made me wonder whether there are any words that we use today that come from the Viking age. Yeah. I'm, do you know what? I'm super interested in this. All right. Good. Because I've, I've got some. Yeah. Obviously, like troll and saga are so both. Oh, you've got yeah, some too. Yeah, I've got a few. I've got a few loaded. Ooh, okay. All right. So obviously Troll and Saga both come from Old Norse. Yeah. But what about the following? Okay. Okay, go for it. True or false? Norse or false? Norse or false? Yeah. Let's go. All right. Norse or false? Okay. Dinosaur. False. All right. What? Where do you think it comes from? I don't know, but I just don't. It just doesn't feel nor Norse to me. No, there's not many Norse words that end with like or. Did they even there. know about dinosaurs? Maybe if it was like Dinosanderson. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, no, you're right. It's from uh, the Greek words "danos," meaning terrible, and "savra," meaning lizard. Terrible lizard. I know. And do you know what? I think I knew the the terrible lizard thing. I didn't know it was Greek. Mm. I love terrible lizard. Yeah. Not even savage lizard. Big lizard. Or, yeah, big lizard or something. Terrible. Terrible. You're it's very terrible much opinionated. Lizard. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. All right. What about this one? <laughs> Go on. Ugly. Ugly. Yeah. Do you know what? U G L Y. The shape of the word Norse. The shape of the word. Yeah, the shape of the the U L G Y. The They're shape very of Norse do you know letters, what I mean? aren't they? I've, the shape Sounds. of the word. I'm going to say Norse. You're correct. Lovely. So the Danes would describe someone who they thought wasn't at all attractive as ugly. Ugly. <laughs> I don't think I'm doing that justice. Okay. So it came from the word ugger, which I'm like as an Aussie, that sounds like something we would say. Facts. Oh yeah, ugger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which means to fear. Okay. Ooh. You fear what you don't find beautiful. Mm. Well, we're kind of conditioned to fear things that aren't familiar to us because they could be threats. Facts. Uh, so ugly literally comes from the idea of being scary looking, a definite okay. advantage in a Viking warrior. Come on. Mm. It's actually an advantage to be ugly, to be less attractive. Yeah. Okay, last one. Go on. Heathen. No, nah, I feel like that's Old English. I don't feel like that's Norse. It is Norse. Is it? Yeah. Heathen, so yeah? the Vikings called people who lived on Heathland, okay. like as in a heath. Heathens. Okay. Camps of Heath. Enough. Yeah. And the inference is clearly that they're like hicks, you know, oh. backward sorts who have not benefited from the recent advances in modern living. Straight out of the boonies. So, yeah, straight out of the boonies. That's Love it. That. Yeah. Let's go. All right. You got some for me? Yeah. I've got, I got a few for you. Okay. First one is mm -hmm. Thursday. Oh, I know this one. Mm -hmm. It is Norse because it's named after Thor. As in, like, Thor's it is the day of Thor. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. true. You're right. You're yes. actually right. All right. Next one. Bandit. Bandit. I don't know. You don't hear it in relation to, like, Norse stuff, do you? Mm. I feel like it must be, yeah, like, a South American thing. I mean, okay. But it is false. It's actually from the Italian bandito, meaning oh. outlaw. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bandito. That makes sense, yeah. Cake. Uh, well, as in, like, birthday cake. As in just the word cake. The word cake. Norse or false? <laughs> oh, yeah. False? Cake. False. Where would cake come from? I need a final answer. I'm going to say false. It's actually true. Oh! It comes from the old Norse word kaka. <laughs> <laughs> which actually meant lump or heap. <laughs> yeah. Cake. Here's, here's your birthday lump. Yeah, here's your birthday heap. It, I mean, it kind of makes sense. You've just thrown a whole bunch of stuff in a bowl and yeah. then decorated it. But I, I can imagine at one point the decorating came later on. Do you know what I mean? Like, it probably was just a heap of baked... Kaka at the time. I don't want your birthday, Kaka. Okay, cool. Fair enough. So with that knowledge in our back pockets, I think it's time we have our Kaka and eat it too. Oh. Joining us today to discuss this episode is the wonderful G-Star Games, otherwise known as G, a Twitch streamer and fellow anime lover. Hi, G. Hello. And I've got to tell the listeners as well, because you've had to call in via Zoom and your mm. headset that you're wearing has these fantastic cat ears, which feature on your <laughs> streams as well. But we're, we're already getting a very strong anime vibe. What's your yeah. relationship with anime? Like, where did you, how did you get into it? I just think because ever since I was like a kid, I've just, I think growing up around like my older brother as well. And like my, my parents were just very into like, 
yeah, like, you know, do do what you want to do, be into what you want to be into. So just as a kid, I've always been into games. I've always played games. I've always consumed, like, you know, like movies and like cartoons. So I just, I've been into just so many things as a kid. So yeah, anime was just one of those things. And really. you just never grew up. <laughs> nope, never grew up. Just going to be a 30-year-old something forever, you know, into anime. <laughs> but I'm fine with that. I'm fine. No, I have a lot of solidarity it's with you there. It's a good place to be, man. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and given that you're a Twitch streamer, are there any, like, what do you what do you look for in a game? Like, are there any anime-inspired games that you like playing? There actually are, you know. So yeah. um, there's quite a lot. But sometimes, because anime can be so many different things, it can be, like, really cutesy anime uwu stuff and then there's like the more adult stuff right there's like you know evangelion then there's like attack on titan which is a bit more a lot more grown up like vinland saga is very very grown up so there's so many different types of anime out there but i find that i like the more adult themed animes because i think obviously because i'm older now as well so i think as i've like grown older i've become more attuned to like more adult themes in anime but in terms of games oh i've played a couple anime typed uh games there's a guilty gear strive which is like a fighting like anime game which is pretty cool jump force obviously scarlet nexus it's pretty good that was a more recent one persona 5 quite a range quite a range but yeah like i said just more i think more in tune with the more um adult anime i guess with like heavier themes and i don't know why they allure me so much but i think it's because i've got a journalism and english lit background so maybe that's why so given the kind of anime you're into like what did you make of the episode of inland saga i love it i've seen all of it i've read like a lot of the manga so i i'm quite in okay. tune with no with spoilers the story. because no my, spoilers, myself absolutely. and maybe some of the listeners is our first time round. yeah so, yeah no absolutely no spoilers but it's it's in my top 10 animes like hands down it is it's amazing it's really really good like i've never been so drawn to like wanting to watch something straight afterwards i'm just loving all of the backstory and all the characters and stuff so very early on we jump into this episode with thorfinn like hiding in the forest and he's going through all of his grief and his pain and everything but what was really fascinating is just how all this violent stuff is happening with Ashley's dudes. I was going to say mates with all his mates. I mean, it's because you know I mean? of the Aussie. There's another Aussie here. So I'm just like, yeah, you get it. <laughs> yeah, Dinkin. mate. Yeah. <laughs> you get Ashley the Galar. <laughs> or, or as I like to call him, Ask Chad. Ask yeah. Chad. <laughs> He's actually a bit of a Chad for real. Yeah, Ask Chad he the Bagan. Word. <laughs> <laughs> and so he is like all of his dudes are like burning and and killing everyone it's really awful and yeah. then thought of going through this whole thing in the forest but all the backdrops are stunning yeah, it made england look more beautiful than any i live in england now yeah it's not that beautiful at all <laughs> <laughs> but if I watch Finland Saga like back home, I, I would move here based on that. Like, oh, that looks gorgeous. And get here and be very disappointed. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that in in turn is props to Wit Studio. Wit Studio are incredible. 
Like they know how to make amazing animation, amazing like backdrops and everything. Like like they're they're responsible for Attack on Titan. So mm. like they they know what they're doing. The the director is just incredible, especially with like the CGI and stuff. It's like some of the nicest CGI I've seen like during the fight sequences. But yeah, they've always been known to have like amazing animation. Absolutely amazing. Like when he was I think um near the water near the pond and he was like washing himself off and then he was like fighting. It's really visceral very yeah absolutely and it gets better throughout the seasons there's a moment where ashlad receives a message and the money from floki and the message is how was tor's final moments and this is what makes me respect ashlad somewhat because even though he's i feel like he's an ass for performance like i don't feel like he's actually an arsey guy at this point in time what are you kidding me yeah, he nah. was like he died a normal death yeah and uh, no he didn't no that's but that's my point he doesn't want to give so i interpreted that he doesn't want to give floki who already hates him remember ashalad is like an like a chaotic neutral here so he just goes what with what benefits him you get me and Floki just happens to have paid him to do that. Yeah, but like that's ex- exactly that's why I'd be like, oh, it was a it was a tough fight, but I got it. You should pay me more. Nah, but he's already <laughs> been he's already been paid. So like he's like he does. I feel like he just didn't want to give Floki the satisfaction that was fed by See, Floki's hate. Do you know I, what I mean? I disagree because I think the satisfaction. Sorry, G. Now you're just uh, listening to us fight because that's the, <laughs> no, that, that's we're just a married couple now. That's how long we've been doing this. Uh, but like, because you know, uh, sure, if Doza died like a really undignified death, then like if he'd like wet himself and fallen overboard, then by all means, like Ashlad being like, oh no, or ask Chad if he'd been like, no, it's not. You know, he he just died a normal death. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. He's doing okay, a nice okay, thing there. But Thor's died an awesome death. It's like, oh, he killed. He like disarmed a bunch of my guys barehanded. Beat me in a duel. I double crossed him. We shot arrows in him, and he, right into the end, he was graceful and died with dignity. But he won't say that. He's like, oh, he died a normal death. Like that is a guy who who can't give up the fact that he didn't win. Ashlad, I think, is a wise man. And a wise man once said nothing. Do you know what I mean? I feel like that's that's where I'm kind of coming from. I see where you're both coming from. It's just Askeladd is just, he doesn't want to give too much information because he just, he, he won dishonorably. I mean, you know, they were, it was a good fight, but at the same time, he, you know, Taurus gave up his life for Torfin ultimately so he he didn't want to give too much information. He's very calculated. He's very conniving it's whatever information he needs to give in order to just like get on with it basically so yeah he he wasn't going to give floki any more information that he that he needed to be honest floki the whole thing with floki is like i mean you know you guys asked where did the message come from i know where it came from i mean i think they say it in that episode so king sven actually wanted taurus to come back he didn't care he, he was like, yeah, whatever, just come back. But Floki was like, no, Mother Trucker, you you left the you left the Yom's Viking, so you're gonna you're gonna pay. Yeah. And then we finally jump because we've spent most of this time, the last couple of episodes, with Thorfinn and or whoever's around Thorfinn. Yeah, basically. But then we finally jump back to see how Ilver and Helga are holding up and obviously they've received the news from Leif that Thor's is gone. And Ilva has that really like, all right, back to work kind of attitude. Like, what is it? Uh, crying will just make you hungry, <laughs> which is such an interesting reaction. I mean, I get it. So I'm some, I sometimes become that person. Yeah, there's people in my life that do that. I've done that before where I've just 
something bad's happened. I've got friends who, like, we've lost people, do you know what I mean? And then they've just, do you know what? Death doesn't even really phase me anymore, man. Like, kind of vibe, do you know what I mean? Yeah, you so just can't compartmentalise. And, and the thing is, you as, as, a, as like, a more openly compassionate and empathic person in most senses... I'm like, it makes me question like, oh, are you really, are you hurting even more than me right now? Or, mm. and you and you just can't really deal with that publicly or do you, are you genuinely numb now? Do you know what I mean? It, it poses the question, which is, which is obviously just down to communication, whether you want to actually have that moment with that person. Yeah, for, I think for a lot of people, for me personally, and I think a lot of people, when, as soon as you start talking about something and start like, you know, uncovering you know what what you want to have a discussion about like i break down mm. when you, if i don't talk about it if i just go yeah yeah move on move on just do stuff you know keep busy i'm not thinking about it not or, you know trying to keep distracted so as soon as and it happens in the show as soon as the mum goes stop like you know oh, take a step that yeah moment. as soon as she does that yeah i just i just like i'd i'd properly teared up as really? soon as that happened yeah i got really emotional because i was just like oh i know that feeling yeah, of just yeah, like yeah. if it's i just put my head down moment. if i just keep working this will be fine this will be fine and then that one moment where you just stop for a second and let your mind rest helga like oh. embodies life at that moment like they will always life will always find a way to put it back in front of you and make you address it do you know what i mean and she had the wisdom as a mother to like yo you need to unpack this now otherwise you're gonna you're gonna fall short later what i did love though was the fact that and we we talked about this earlier in today's episode just the fact that Thorfinn had a montage which i called in the last episode <laughs> i was like there's gonna be a montage i feel it in my bones yeah, yeah. right but what i love we got two montages this episode we did because before ilva and her mum chat like ilva gets her own montage mm. and hers is like it's just Ilva being a badass, like she's yeah. just she's feeding sheep. She's like lifting heavy stuff and killing whales. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just being a G. <laughs> Which, by the way, like we know about the wolf bit, the wolf scene. Yeah. But like she harpoons a whale, just like as if it's nothing. And toothpicking. Torfin's like, kill a wolf. But then uh, I don't know, man. I, I think that's unfair. <laughs> That's not fair, man. Torfin is Torfin is six, bro. He's like oh, he's six, less than he? ten, yeah. bro. That's Do you know true. what I mean? Like it's pretty young to kill. If it was Aaron, then I'd get you. But By the way, he's the you, man. I called that as well. Do you remember when in one of the previous episodes of Inland, the kids are fighting with the with the fake swords? Yeah, 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 the wooden swords. And I said, I said, Torfin is one dead cat away from being a sociopath. Oh, you did. And say now that. he's gone and killed a dog. Words. Close enough. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. I get that. I love that part with his dad, where he says, you know, where where Torfin's like, I need a weapon, I need a sword to to kill my enemies, and he's like, his dad's like, you don't have any enemies, nobody has enemies, and I like that. That shook me. I was just like, this man, this man is so wise. But it's true though. Nobody has enemies. Like you don't need to fight. There's no, there is absolutely no need for any of that. So, but Torfin just goes the complete opposite direction. Yeah, he's so enamored by like his dad's history, like everything he was before he was his dad. Do you know what I mean? Like he's so into all that stuff, and he's so naive. Like even when they're on the boat, and it looks like Tors is gonna win the fight because he's like smashing away at Ashalad's sword. Do you know what I mean? When they're when they're having the sword clash on yes. the boat before he, yeah. before he gets killed with the arrows. 
and and everyone's kind of just watching the fight, including Torfin. Torfin's like, yeah, dad, kill him. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, bro, shut up. You don't know what death means. You know nothing. Like if the Grim Reaper popped up at that moment, he would be like, you know nothing of my work. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know. Do you know what I'm saying? Like he'd be like, you who are you? You know nothing of my work. You know nothing, John. Death, you know nothing of death. It's true. It's true. But we, we have to keep in mind the times, right? There, It's North culture very violent very like that is how that is just the 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 way of the times like they're they're taught to be you know protect yourself i mean you know valhalla you gotta die an honorable warrior and it's just ingrained in them so for him to you know be like that even though his dad's like no you gotta put your mind to being a productive person you know put put your talents to good use don't so, you know, don't tunnel vision on being like this bloodthirsty warrior because his dad, that's ultimately how he ended up in Iceland. He's like, I've had enough. Well, it's the same as like today when parents are like, don't be a wang to your teacher or whatever. And then the kids are like, oh, you can't tell me what to do. You don't know what, like you can't, you don't know. Like being a bloodthirsty Viking back then would be like, it's going to sound so nuts, but being like a doctor or a lawyer now, like these, like it's the necessary. jobs. Yeah, like it's just like the jobs that everybody in society kind of wants you to have. Like you're so affected by the society around you, do you know what yeah. I mean? Your environment and how the adults in your environment think you should navigate your life. And Tors is just so not that because he's he's just much wiser. He's probably the only other really wise character that we've seen so far, aside mm. from aside from Ashlag. Do you know what I mean? Like Tors's wisdom comes from uh, like an existential understanding, like a much broader understanding of just the value of life. Well, I would go as far as to say is like, it's a bit like a power thing. Like back then to be this warrior, to be like a Viking, you know, to be seen as the hero, that's like you're powerful in a real physical way. Yeah. Whereas these days the power is all capitalist. It's all, it's monetary. So Today, it's seen you're just as, like you were saying, the lawyer thing. Like people will respect you and see you as this, like if you're a high-powered lawyer or an entrepreneur or something like that. But a lot of the time, if you have if you are the best at that in like the way that tours became, you are someone who probably makes money from other people's suffering. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and as well as suffering yourself in a lot of in a lot of ways that are not connected to your money. You exactly, I mean? exactly. Like Tors is like the lawyer who was a hotshot lawyer, made loads of money, like set, you know, stopping bad guys from going to jail. And then he's turned around and been like Actually, oh. I'd say he was the other end. I'd say he was more of a he's like a soul, you know what I mean? Like Yes, uh, yeah, he's a medical soul. Yes. Yeah. And he's turned so, around um, and he's like, oh, actually, I'm doing, I'm making money the bad way. Yeah, I've contributed exactly. too much to the evil. Yeah, yeah. He fights the Danish king's wars, doesn't he? He just, he just, and he's just like, I've had enough. I've had enough of all of you. Like, I'm going. But that's, that's taboo. Like, you're not supposed to get up and leave. Even if you leave for three days. Well, I think you're allowed to go for three days, but you'd like have to come back. You have to keep <laughs> everyone posted. So. You've got like sick leave or something. It's, it's like yeah, a yeah, cult yeah. Within, within, the, within their army. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Exactly right. Before we move on too, too much further, I just wanted to go back to the comparison between Ilva and Torfin and their different montages. Because obviously Ilva she ends up having this montage where she's doing all this stuff. She's like, you know, killing a whale. She's getting stuff done. She's making food. She's surviving and helping her mother and the rest of the village survive. And she's doing it 
to not focus on her emotions so that she's not thinking about her feelings. Torfin, on the other hand, is completely motivated by his emotions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not trying to push them away at all. Like his whole point of his montage is like, I feel this and I don't know what to do with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's like the the epitome of heart on the sleeve. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He just everything is about how how do you feel about that, G? Like everything is about his emotions and how he deals with it. Do you think that's do you think that's a helpful trait to have? Because I spoke about this earlier and I was just like, nah, man, this guy's annoying me. No, no, absolutely not. It's really frustrating because he, it's a season one is a slow burn. And that's not, not to say it in a bad way. It's because there's so much, it's like 160 something chapters. It, it kind of has to like, I mean, the studio have done an amazing job in at adapting it into these 24 episodes where these things have to take their time. And, Torfin has to take his time in this mindset that he's in at the moment. Like, I saw my dad get slaughtered unfairly. I mean, he even tries to kill Asklad in bed, but he's like, no, this is dishonorable. I need to duel this man. You know, I need to fight honorably, which is what his father would have done. But yeah, he's just very tunnel vision at the moment. I, I kind of say I don't blame him in a way because he saw his dad get killed, whereas Ilva didn't. You know, she's obviously having to focus on, like, helping the village, helping her mom, who's obviously poorly. And I, like I said, I can't say I blame him. I, it is grating. I, I totally get it because he's just so hellbent on on doing this one thing and, and it continues for a while. So, but I, yeah, I can, I can see both sides. I truly can. I think the grating thing about it is not that he's so, for me anyways, not that he's so hellbent is that he's so hellbent and he's so painfully naive about what comes with that emotion and what comes with those actions. Does that make sense? Like you want to kill somebody and at that point you haven't, you have no blood on your hands. You've never been in a real battle. You've only ever used wooden swords and you're six. Do you know what I mean? Like you're a little child. Like you don't, like again, it's like the, like bro, you know nothing of my, like shut up, like sit down and go and, do you know what I mean? Like I just, yeah. well, I had this. We had this with with the Evangelion thing in the series with Shinji. It's like, oh, yeah. bro, you're so painfully naive about everything that's happening around you. Like, but it's less bad that we disliked Shinji because he was old enough to he was to kind of he yeah. was fourteen. Yeah, fair enough. Still, he's still enough, a child. Basically, this whole show is us judging children. Basically, what we've done pretty much. Yeah, yeah. not sure. Promise Neverland, but they're actually smart in Promise. Oh my Neverland. days! Oh. Yeah. They're 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 gigaheads. They're they Bro, giant they brainiacs in that show. Yeah. What were you like when you were sixty? I was a good kid. <laughs> I actually was a good kid. And then obviously everyone goes through their teenage years where they're like, "No, I know better." But it's like, no, you don't. You really don't. So just sit down. So, but yeah, I was a good kid. What about you? Me? Yeah. I was a uh, I was a leaf. <laughs> <laughs> I was a six-year-old who was like, gather around, children. I've got stories to tell. And the other kids I were like, I don't that. think this is correct. I don't think this is true at all. You're six. When did you go off on voyages? I'm very, very plain school. I've got stories to tell. <laughs> yeah, <yes. laughs> what were you like, Shane? Um, I was probably a young... I want to believe anyway that I was a young Thor's. I was like just oh. in my own world, doing my own thing and just kind of trying to work it out. Probably VI anime, to be fair. So... Mm. Yeah, anime was my experience to Tours's battles, but I think I cried a lot more. Um, I was a, I was a mummy's boy when I was a, when I was a little kid, so I think I cried a lot more. There's some powerful animes out out there. Like, there's some really good animes that teach you a lot of good things. And you yeah. mentioned Evangelion, and I absolutely think that Evangelion is a good teaching anime. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. 
it's got some heavy heavy topics in there but uh ultimately it, it teaches good things just like vinland saga so yeah going back to that on on vinland saga there's like a dual scene at the end that sets the stage for round two and like suggests that Thorfinn is gonna join ashalad's army do you know what i mean he kind of like semi like kind of recruits him but he's he also puts him in his place. He's like, all right, cool. You've done, you've got all these emotions. He's so wise. Like, I really enjoy Ashlad's character because he's like, okay, you've got all these emotions off now. You, you're telling me what you really mean now. And what you really mean is you want to do me like your dad do me. And I get that. But hear what though? Your dad is actually like a decorated veteran. So, and you're, you're a kid and you, you don't even know how to hold a sword properly. So go get some blood in your hands. Get some, get some stripes and some achievements in battle. And yeah, come back to me when you when you when you've been in the streets a bit longer type stuff. So yeah, which I'm sure he won't regret saying at all. Exactly. He uses that as a he's like you know uh, if you want to fight me, go go accomplish something on the battlefield. But ultimately, what he's really saying is go on the battlefield under my command and under the guise of yeah, prove yourself. I will give you a duel when you want it, basically. And that's that's essentially like what he's insinuating. It's very smart. It's, it's he's cunning, conniving, manipulative, and he uses that. You know, Torfin's it is bloodlust for Ashglad's you know head, and um, yeah, he just just he just wants to prove himself and and have a chance to duel him and finish him off, basically. Considering how much this episode is about being fueled by anger, and there's all this violence happening around Torfin, like just you know in the village, all this stuff's happening, but most of the episode isn't doesn't actually have that much fighting. It's more about sort of learning about that. Yeah. Which makes me wonder if you reckon Vinland Saga would be a good video game? Because like, obviously there's more than just the fights and the duels. You know, you'd have like, you've got to throw a, you know, a dagger at a tree stump and hit Sick it in the right place. Ox. You've got to catch rabbits. You've got to forage. Eat the right nuts. Mm. Yeah, gee, was that, is that a game? I'd, I'd say that, I mean, there's a couple that come to mind. I don't know if you've ever heard of A Plague's Tale. It's, um, it's a girl and her younger brother and, like, they have to go together and there's, like, a plague that's, like, you know, all over France. or I don't remember specifically, but there's, like, people tracking them down because there's something to do with, there's something special about this kid. But then also we've got Assassin's Creed Valhalla, right? You know, and then there's also I think there's actually a Vinland DLC in that, if you can believe it. Um, so yeah, I think absolutely. But the thing is that it's based off of the the retellings of Eirik the Red, which is Leif's father. Oh, wow. yeah. I was literally about to go. So it's like the saga of Greenlanders, which is the um, expeditions to North America. But then there's also the saga of Eirik the Red, which focuses on like Torfinn and his family. So it's loosely based on this stuff. But like both books have like nothing to do with each other because of the time that it sets, like around the thousand. 13 AD and stuff like that. But yeah, it's it's so fascinating. The, the closest thing I would compare this series to i guess if you like game of thrones and not at such a convoluted level but there's definitely like political intrigue there's definitely like a lot of action there's a lot of violence in there if you like that sort of stuff but uh, berserk or kingdom uh the anime uh, the manga the anime it, it absolutely like i would hold it up there with all of these it's fantastic it really is fantastic and it's available mm. now on prime video <laughs> <laughs> i was absolutely over the moon when i found out it was on prime i was like oh 
this is yeah. amazing. <laughs> Makes oh, everything yeah. so much easier. But you know what's actually funny about Vinland? Because it's because they're all speaking Japanese, right? Yeah. And then you've got like a a, a Danish soldier yeah. speaking in you know their language, and then you've got French, and then you've got English, but yeah. they're all speaking in Japanese, Japanese. and you're like. Wait, do, who's they don't understand each other? What language are they speaking? I'm so confused. It's crazy. But, yeah, and are they are they putting on different accents? Oh no, that's a good question. You know, no, they're not. They're just oh. like they're they're talking in Japanese, but it's insinuated. It's it's hinted that they're talking in like English, like when Torkel speaks in English, and it's 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 so confusing. But when I first saw, you know. Japanese, you know, anime Vikings. I was like, not sure about that one. Bit, bit, bit weird. But then all of five minutes, I was like, I'm sold. Yeah, this is. Fantastic. I've learned more through watching a Japanese anime about Vikings than I ever learned in any European educational system. Cheers to that one. <laughs> it makes it entertaining. Obviously, because it's based loosely around these kinds of events and people. You know, you're like, whoa, this is this is amazing. This is actually based on some people in history. So it makes it, you know, it gives it that creative license to make it super entertaining. You know, whether it's, you know, uh, exaggerated or not, it's still loosely based on events and people. So I find it really, really entertaining. And before we wrap up, I want to ask you one last question. When you read it or or watched it for the first time, whichever you did first, when you got to the point when Ashalad said that to uh, to, to Torfin, when he was like, "Yeah, go get some blood in your hands and do something sick in the battlefield," and then and then now as a reward, I'll do you. Did you feel like he was actually the next episode? He was actually gonna go and do something sick in the battlefield, or did you feel like, okay, we're in for a long haul here because he's just got so much to learn? I think it actually does go quite quickly, doesn't it? I think it it speeds up the process a little bit in terms of his because it's a coming of age. I, I, it's a coming of age story so I think it does actually go quite quickly and but because he's like I said I do think he's hellbent on on achieving this one thing he yeah I do, he does go and do it and um, he's amazing at it and I just I just didn't think it would be so quick but I'm not complaining because I'm like give me the action yeah, word, I yeah, yeah, see. yeah. Word, 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 word. gee this has been an absolute delight where can we find you if we want to continue this conversation off air? You can find me on Twitter, which is at G-Star Games or uh, Instagram, which is the same. It's basically G-Star Games across the board. So happy to talk more anime with you guys. You guys know your stuff. So it's always nice to talk to people who are so enthusiastic. It really is. It's great. Okay, Shay. Yes. Quick fire questions. Okay, ready? Yeah. Favorite character? Ashlad still. Oh, all right. I'm going to get Ilva. Okay. Just from her montage alone. Cool. Least favorite character? The wolf. Okay. My least favorite character is still Torfin. I just, he's annoying me. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like I can't hate too much on him. I hate Six you. year old, he's lost his dad. Yeah, I hate you. <laughs> favorite scene? <laughs> you made me seem so <laughs> cold hearted. Yeah, safe. I appreciate that. Safe. Safe, <laughs> Beck. We say favorite scene. Mm. Yeah, I think when uh, Helga brings Ilva back to reality. Yeah, yeah. that absolute same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When definitely. she's like doing it at the loom yeah, yeah, yeah. The tapestry thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Love that, it. that was a lovely scene. That was mm. a beautiful scene. And I love it when people unpack like that, you know what I'm saying? And they give themselves the time to feel their emotions. Mm. Contrary to what I'm saying about Torfin, but it is what it is. Most epic moment. 
Oh, for me, it's the bit where Thorfinn nearly kills Asgard in his sleep mm-hmm. and he can't. It's it. just a little moment where you're mm-hmm. like, okay, okay. So you've, you've got rules. Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree. You? I think I'd agree with you. I think I, I enjoy that moment a lot just because of the the way that it pans out. And it's like, yeah, I can't do him dirty like he did my dad. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I appreciate that still. All right. Last you got one. a little bit of respect back from, from me for that. Okay. Good. I'm glad the six year old managed to win your respect back. <laughs> Uh, what question do you most want answered in the next episode? Man, I, I can't I can't say anything else other than just wanting to know what Ashalad's deal is because he was even awake when Torfin was over him. Yeah. You know I mean? he was, like, you see the last scene and his eyes are open. And yeah, he's like, he does a weird yawn. I might, he's, he, he's got a weird eye, like look in his eye like, I might have let you kill me if you did that. Yeah, I think he doesn't like himself very much. Do you know what I mean? And that's what I want. Why? Mm, why? Well, I think we know why. I mean, Goes do we though? Killing people. Do we? <laughs> I, what about I, yours? I want to know what part of England they're in. Okay. Because I'm going to go there for my staycation. What a beautiful scenery. Yeah. I hear that. Yeah. I'll have a bath on the Saturday. Yeah, and that's it. There we have it. Episode five of Inland Saga has left us with loads of questions unanswered, but we'll find out next time. Oh, I hope so. I might have to go home and watch the next episode right now. Which the listeners can do on Prime Video. They can. Join us next week as we ponder how many times Thorfinn has said damn (laughs) and whether he's ready for battle. And we'll also be chatting to film critic and Vinland Saga devotee Camblay Campbell. Thanks for listening to this episode of Animator Z. And if you like what you heard, don't be a troll. Leave us a review, give us a rating and hit subscribe. Yeah. Animator Z is a Little Dot Studios production for Prime Video UK. The show is hosted by Shailingo and Beckham. It's produced by Nicole Davis, Jake Cunningham and Harold McShill. With production coordination from Ellie Aitken and editing by James Payne. With additional research by Ren Skateni. If you've enjoyed the show, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast and wherever else you get your podcasts. 